0: Everybody, welcome to a brand new episode, and welcome to a brand new year. It's 2021, and it's our first episode in 2021, and we're delighted to have you. We're delighted. We've all made it to the other side, Uh, a little bit later than to start than I would have have expected out of the podcast. But hey, you have Christmas, you get married, you start school, you get back to fishing, and things happen. The snowball takes place; it builds and builds. But here we are, and we couldn't be more excited about it. We've got quite a bit on the docket today. And things that we're excited about and some things that are different. Some things that aren't really normal uh, for the podcast if you look at it the last 11 months. But things that I think you're going to be excited for nonetheless. With this being a new year, I started thinking back to last year. It was February last year when we did our very first episode, early February. And so I wanted to start this year off uh, just kind of looking to see how we've grown the last year. And let you all know, for anybody that might find themselves in the same spot that I was in last year, um, that Vince Force was at as just a little baby. We're still just a little baby, but uh, explain how we got our first 250 subscribers. Maybe they'll help you reach that mark. We're about to break 300, which is super exciting on YouTube, and I've been kind of really surprised with how uh, the Instagram's grown too. So we'll hit on some of that so where if you are trying to get uh, a podcast or a YouTube channel started, maybe you look at our subscriber numbers and our view numbers and you think, well, maybe it's not the best place to start, but hey, I'm going to give you my experience, give you my 10 cents, and then we're going to get into our, uh, our resolutions. And really, I'm not a big New Year's resolution person. I'm kind of a do-something-when-you-think-about-it person. So really, this is going to be our, our New Year goals uh, for hunting, fishing, and otherwise. But before we do any of that, we're going to jump into the verse of the day, which is a short one, but it's a fitting one, and I'm a big fan of it. If you've ever opened a Bible, you've probably run into this. No, it is not John 3.16. But it's, it's, it's up there. This one this, this one we hear a lot. Uh, it's from Romans. It is Romans 8.18. And it goes like this. Very fitting. Thinking about moving out of 2020 into 2021. Which I'm still not writing correctly on all of the pages and dates that I signed. But here we go. 8.18 in Romans says this. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. We're only here for a little while. Nothing that we're witnessing is permanent. We're in the temporary, and sometimes we have to keep that in mind, uh, that we sometimes just have to grin and bear it and know that we, if we're Christians, what we're looking forward to on the other side, that what glory is going to be revealed in us. So wanted to kick off the new year and a new year podcasts, uh, and stories and sharing and adventures with that right there. I thought that was a really, really kind of good first step to take. So this year, here we go. 250 subscribers. We're at 292 as of five minutes ago. And here's my 10 cents on on things that we've done this year that have worked, things we've done this year that haven't worked, things we want to continue to do, and things that we don't want to do anymore. And a lot of this has come from, and like anybody, I know that this is a really kind of a popular thing to want to do, is to, you know, everybody kind of wants to be heard and, and put their shoe in the put their shoe in the circle that's not a saying uh but we just made it one everybody want everybody wants to put their shoe in the circle we've been putting our shoe in the circle for about 11 months it was february last year early february uh when the first Finns to forest launch didn't really have any subscribers on youtube maybe 10 or 20. um i guess i could go back and look but um this year it was really never something that i took seriously i say we me a ragtag group of friends but mainly Mainly, I would never really taken seriously trying to put stuff on YouTube. It was the first year of, of consistently putting content out. Uh, on YouTube, we put out 41 videos this year, but that was pretty decent. Uh, and really the, the videos, we didn't start until about March, uh, March or April. Um, putting the videos out, we inst- gave the Fence Forest podcast a, an Instagram page which is right on the brink of 900 followers, which I thought was phenomenal for the first year. Uh, but one of the things that, that I have kind of referenced, used to look at to try and figure out, you know, what do people want to see? What do people like? How can I you know, get this off the ground? Uh, believe it or not, there's nothing out there that really applies directly to fishing and hunting and outdoor channels. So that's what I figured I might try to do with this. At least if you're looking for your first 250, maybe you're just getting started. Here's some things we've done that have worked. Here's some things that we've done that haven't worked. Let's reference the list. And as I'm doing this, I'm going to add something else to the top of the list. Do your own. Do your own thing. Just be yourself. I'm kind of a goofball, and I'm kind of somebody that takes themselves very seriously. But except for the people that really know me, there's probably a whole lot of people, kids in my class, people that I halfway am friends with people that I fish against that don't really know me, that think I'm, they don't, probably don't take me very seriously. Not fishing-wise, but just personality-wise. I'm kind of a goob. But, hey, all my friends are goobers, too. I figure everybody just kind of puts on a hard face, and they just act like they're tough and know what's going on, and most of them probably don't. So, number one, it's it's kind of overstated, but be yourself. Think back to that poster your second-grade teacher had on your elementary school wall said, only you or you, that is truer than true. There's only, you're, you're one out of one. There's no, co- I don't know, I don't know what I'm saying. But, oh, you know what I'm saying. You remember the quote. It was on, it was on every every elementary school teacher's wall. But it's true, pretty sure it's Dr. Seuss that said that. Anyways, shout out to the main man. Uh, anyways, all right, first one that I've already written down is this right here. Being consistent has helped a ton. Uh, whether it's on Instagram or YouTube, you just got to post stuff. Posted all the time. I did not post nearly enough. Uh, one of my resolutions is going to be related to that. But I, a friend of mine, Ross, uh, Ross from North Carolina, shout out to rjalex1 on Instagram. He has had an absolutely phenomenal year on Instagram. He post, he's posting every day. I met him uh, back in May, I think it was. We got together and fished on Cherokee. And back in May, he was – and this is really – This first part of this podcast is just social media specific and things that I've learned over the last year. So if if you're not a social media person, I'll have in the description a a time marker you can jump to if you want to get to the New Year's pushing hunting resolution stuff. Uh, But anyways, Ross back in May had, is over a thousand followers, I don't want to say 1200 to 1500, somewhere around there. We talked about this in the summer. Uh, And now the guy's sitting over 5,000. He posts good content every day. Um, he's in with a couple groups of guys that, that are in there. They promote each other's stuff and just being consistent. It's, it's a huge deal. Uh, YouTube seems definitely to be a whole lot harder to, to get started in, to get off the ground and to get views. But, uh, that's the, that's the stuff that I've enjoyed the most is, is, pr- is getting the videos put out. Uh, it can be really frustrating to film. There's been times in, in years past where I've tried to do the GoPro thing and I was like, I don't want to fool with the batteries. I don't want to worry with, running the wires, I don't want yada, yada, yada. But if it's something that you're trying to do, you just got to suck it up and do it. Uh, And that's what I've had to do this year. There were times on the James River in our BFL regional where I did the last thing I wanted to fool with was a GoPro. But it was worth it because the the footage that I got was at the end of the day when I had to have a battery charging for a little while, I had to take just a few seconds and swap them out uh, or put on a different mount or something. It's, It's goofy, but in this world we live in where so much of that world and that exposure you you can put out yourself and put in front of people you just kind of have to take the time to do it so took the time and did it and that was that was kind of a big i'll talk about that in just a second but i'll come back to the james river but that was a big turning point for me just in how i was thinking about some of the the youtube stuff and that was late in the year that was october uh but just being consistent makes a huge difference i have right here i'll show you this board in just a second um as far as consistent posting, 84 posts on the podcast page and 84 posts on my personal page. Not nearly enough. You think you got 352 days a year. No, 300, 365 days a year. I don't know where that came from. Uh, you got 365 days, you're only posting 84 times. So definitely room to improve that. Uh, and just it just it just, it's kind of like a snowball, it seems like. People start following your stuff and liking your stuff. It keeps getting pushed out more and more. And... That's one of those things where it just takes a little bit of effort and so realizing that it's just going to take a little bit of effort just take some pictures of stuff take some videos of stuff take some time to edit them make them look halfway decent throw them up and it's like like it or not and i hate this uh i hate the idea of bad content. the only thing worse than no content Or i'm sorry the only thing worse than bad content is no content because i hate seeing crappy posts but there's people that have five six thousand instagram followers if that's what you're after and they post stuff that looks like a five-year-old took a picture of it and then edited it while they were sitting on their toilet, getting their butt wiped by their mama. And they post on Instagram and people like it. So be regular. It helps a ton. At least it seems to. All right, let's see. The podcast. What has helped a ton with the podcasts, or not, not a ton because we're still very small, but one thing that I've noticed that I have to be sure to do more of this year is having guests on. There's been far and away more people view and listen to the podcast with guests on whether it was dylan uh cousin logan whether it was any any of the guys that we go and fish the bfls with Uh, having other people not only does it make it more interesting because you're bouncing ideas off each other uh, you're just kind of playing off of each other's personalities or whatever especially if it's your buddies and you know how you get the fun goofy energy with your friends when they're around that helps a ton but also when you produce when you produce it, when you, when you publish it and put it out, everybody that's in the podcast, they're gonna to want to have people listen to it too. So you've got somebody else promoting it without even realizing hardly that they're promoting it. So that, that's helped a lot. So having guests talking about stuff that's trending and stuff that's popular. I'm gonna look on mine right here. The channel, I had a video or a podcast that did so much better than I would have ever anticipated it doing. Um, because it was a topic that I wasn't really super informed about, and I wasn't really trying to inform people on it. I was just sharing my experience. It was the arrow build video. But if I look back here at my most viewed of all time, it's in the top 10. So not a ton, 316. And that was, see, and that's at 316 right now. It was at 296 earlier today. So I've had, and that doesn't sound like a lot to a lot of people, but to think I've had 30 people watch this today, and it's a month old, but everybody's loving that heavy arrow build, the ranch ferry system. And you put that in there as a heavy adult arrow build, uh, building them the ranch ferry way. You get the keywords in there, it snowballs a little bit. It seems to trend up. And why there would be 30 people that are watching it outside of deer season, I don't know. But the trending topic thing seems to work. It's not a great video. This was why I'm every time. I'm recording something and I get in and I start editing something. I'm realizing things that I want to do differently next time. And looking back, I was like, that was not a good video. I was in a room that had a really bad echo. I didn't run my audio the right way through the mic. I think I maybe just ran it through the camera. Like literally took the raw camera footage and threw it up. So it doesn't sound great. uh, But it's a trending topic and it had a really good thumbnail. One of my better thumbnails, which is a whole other big thing that I'm starting to figure out and play with a little bit. All right, so that's one. The training topics, uh, the good thumbnails, that's that's next. And, of course, that's another really generic thing that you hear. Oh, good thumbnail, good thumbnail. Uh, you got to have a, a thumbnail. It's going to catch people's attention. And I'm working on that I'm figuring out things that, that look the best. But I'm looking at my page right here, and if I go to videos, if I go to your videos, where I can just scroll down the list, I can see where I've started to kind of – figure out the thumbnail thing a little bit better. And to me, I'm looking a lot of the deer season videos, the thumbnails look the same, or the text is kind of hard to read on the screen when it's in the thumbnail. Because you got to think, you make these thumbnails on a, you're looking at it full screen, and it looks great, but when it's in its actual thumbnail size down there on the side of the screen, if you can't read what it says, it doesn't matter how cool the font is or how funky the colors are. If you can't read it, it doesn't matter. So if I'm looking at these, and it's, it's really... Here's another trending thing that, that did a whole lot better than other videos that were posted at the same time. Um, the truck bed frame. Building the bed frame in the back of the pickup truck that goes in underneath the camper top. That's something that did really well. The video before it got 19 views. The video after it's had 20 and it was at 142. Now, granted, that was kind of a popular thing at the time, too. It was end of August, so deer season's getting geared up. Guys were putting that kind of stuff in their truck. Uh, but... It was, it was pretty obvious uh, that, that that did a lot better. When I'm looking at the thumbnails, the James River one, I said I was going to come back to it. The James River Regional is where I look at my thumbnails and think, okay, that's where I started to make some better looking stuff. Um, it's just, it's easier to read. There's a picture laid in over the top of the background. I stuck the little finn's force logo up there in the corner which is something that i'm still forgetting to do not consistently doing is putting that logo in every single thumbnail uh, let's see uh, the Arrow build one that's a good good looking thumbnail Muzzle muzzleloader one's good to have a couple bad ones the what's in the pack one not great uh, and the video, the views were terrible um, big buck encounters the pot and this is something else that's interesting it wasn't until i can look back here and look middle of summer Probably we started the podcast in April, or in February, I'm sorry. But it wasn't until June, or so, I think it's yeah, it looks right right here like it was in June. It wasn't until June that I started videotaping the podcast and putting them on YouTube. And I get so many more, not so many more, it's about 50-50. But the fact that it's that close was surprising to me. People watching the podcast, in addition to listening to them. So I do it through Anchor the Anchor platform, and I can get on Anchor and see how many people have streamed it over Spotify and Apple, uh, all the different podcast platforms, but I'll have just as many, if not more people watch the videos on YouTube, which has been surprising. That's just like the Build one. Uh, I probably only had 20 or 30 people listen to it, but I've had over 300 watch it, which is a a cool thing. Uh, But even some of the recent ones, like I had, and this is the one that I still totally haven't figured out. I don't know if it was just a bad timing or or what. But the last hunt that I had this year, um, of course, out of the hunting videos, the ones where you actually kill something, are the ones that have gotten the most views. With the exception of the last one, last hunt of the season, you can see the deer in the thumbnail. There's a big scrape that I've got circled. Uh, the text is a little bit small. It wasn't great. I probably tried to fit too much in the thumbnail. But it was not a bad title. And it's gotten 17 views. Uh, But then I do a deer season podcast right after that. That's at 71. So I've been really surprised by how well just the standalone podcasts have done. Like the ones you're watching right now. My hat's off to you. I greatly appreciate it. So that's been something that I've just been finding interesting. Uh, Typically for me, because I'm my background. uh, I come from I'm a fisherman. I'm not a deer hunter typically all my other all my previous social media stuff the stuff that i post the stuff that i'm known for doing is fishing stuff not hunting this is the first time that i've ever this year was the first time that i filmed anything hunting that i had tried to really put out any hunting content at all even just hunting stuff on on instagram whether it was through the podcast page or my own uh, and so i've expected and it's been true that the fishing videos have done a whole lot better uh than the hunting videos in general, as far as just the views go, but that's kind of my thing. You got to figure out what your your thing is and lean on it, and then just kind of play with that other stuff on the side. It seems like um, the BFL videos definitely out got out viewed more than any other type of video consistently. Like you got one that's ooh or three away from five hundred on the Douglas video. Um, you've got, and then of course. You had everything get kind of funky with COVID. Um, the BFL at South Holston, 492. That was close to 500. Um, actually, that was a practice video. Then the next one at 362. And then we go from 362 to 32 because it's a the first podcast that i ever put on. But anyways, just figuring out kind of what, what's going to trend the best for you. Uh, the Norris BFL, 239. Okay, for me right now, especially these last few months when it's the tail end of deer season, fishing it not really kicked off big yet. Um, although it has now for me, thank goodness. Uh, anything over 50 was about average. If I could break 100, that was really good. Um, and, and I'm hoping that as, as we kind of gain a little bit of, of momentum going into this year, that that kind of becomes the norm, being able to break 100. And then next year, we're going to hopefully be breaking a 1,000. And maybe before next year, who knows. Uh, but, let's see. The The number one thing, though, and this is then I'll be off of the, the media stuff. Um, and I'll quit acting like I'm Gary V. But, the number one help to getting people to view the Instagram and, and viewing the, the YouTube especially subscribing to the YouTube has been doing giveaways and I'm sure pe- some people think oh well yeah you're just buying you're just buying followers where'd you do a giveaway well they're following me now they didn't unfollow me they're still subscribed to the YouTube channel and here's the thing about the giveaways you don't have to give away any of your best stuff. You don't even have to go buy new stuff. If you're somebody like me that you fished your entire life, chances are you can find 20 packs of unopened worms sitting in your boat or your garage somewhere. Put them puppies in a nice little designed order. Throw some jigs and some unopened crankbaits in there. Snap a picture. Winner giveaway. Throw 10 bucks to promote it. Put some hashtags on it. And it's fine. It's ready to go. People are comment on it. I did, and the way that I tie the YouTube into that is, hey, if you subscribe to the YouTube channel and you send me a DM that shows you're subscribed, you get 10 extra entries. The only downside to that is that to be fair, like you should be and wanna be, you've got to go through and count all the comments, uh, tally up everybody that has sent you the DMs and put it on a spreadsheet. But the spreadsheet goes pretty quick. Once you get rolling, it's, it's not bad. This last one that just ended about 30 minutes ago, I just picked a winner uh, on our winner giveaway on the Fins to Forest Instagram page. We had 1,080 entries. Not people. We had 105 people, 105. My fourth grade teacher would be disappointed that I added an and to that. Miss York, I apologize. We had 105 people who were entered into it, but by the time you had some of them that had commented 75 times, 89 times, Um, 117 one guy did Uh, martino sorry that you didn't win you definitely put in put in the comments and i appreciate that um but you tally up you got over a thousand entries people getting tagged people seeing it Uh, and i gained so rough so i say 105 people not all of them did what they had to do but most of them did which was just follow the fence forest page follow my personal page uh, and then they were good to go if you And then tag two friends. So it's easy. My personal page, I didn't do anything on it other than make it a requirement on the podcast page. Picked up 60 or 70 followers on there. And then Vince Forest page picked up 80, 90. And then we got close to 60 more subscribers on YouTube in the last month. So regardless of the fact that you're like, oh, I gotta do a giveaway, I gotta ship people something. So what? You're getting a ton more, you're getting a, a whole lot bigger following for a, What I at least think is not very much output, or not very much input, and you get a whole lot of return on it. So that was that. A few frogs. People love frogs. I threw some frogs in there, four frogs, that I would never throw. Just put stuff you. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Open trash is all new stuff, but I just wouldn't use it. All right. um, So that's been the biggest stuff for me. That's how I got to 250 subscribers this first year. Uh, Almost 300, so close. By February 3rd, we'll be at 300. So we can say, we got got 300 followers and our subscribers in our first year. let me hope so, anyways. Let me make sure it's everything. I believe it is. Oh, yeah. And it's nice. Well, I mentioned putting things through multiple different platforms, like sharing this and then putting it on the videos. But also having the two Instagram pages. You're able to kind of share stuff across the two pages and, and kind of self-promote. So that helps. Anything else? Ah, uh, I finally had to bite the bullet on the video editing stuff. Um, I quit trying to make... The free programs work. I just wanted something that I knew was gonna be solid and and easy to use and do what I needed to do. So I went and bought Premiere Pro. I went and bought Photoshop. I bought the whole Adobe package. They get a teacher-student discount, which was super helpful and I greatly appreciate. Otherwise I wouldn't have bought it. But it's just, if you're a teacher or student, $15 a month, you can get it. It's a steal. Not really don't steal things, but it's a great deal. It's phenomenal. and so I've, I've just bit the bullet and, and learned Adobe. Now it just gives me something else to learn because I would get this free one and do a couple of videos with it. I don't really like that. I'd get this free. I'd get Shotcut and then I'd get yada, yada, or what? I don't even remember all the names. And I was like, all right, just get Premiere Pro. And so I got Premiere Pro. And it's great. I love it. Still learning it. I've only done the last three or four videos with it. I guess this will be the third video edited with Premiere Pro. But like a lot, uh, enough people that I, I respect and, and like and, and like their content use it. Figured you can't go wrong. All right, so real quick. Run through the resolutions. Again, really just goals for the year. Didn't meet all the ones from last year. We didn't qualify for the All-American. Bummer. Uh, We didn't kill a deer on... We didn't kill a deer on public land. Technically, there was one deer that we might have. I don't know where the Corps of Engineering line really is, but I'm not counting that because we accessed it through our... It was not an actual public land deer kill. Uh... But really, I didn't, I was kind of disappointed in the fact that I didn't hunt public land as much as I had expected to. Um, I just wasn't, I never could find any like super fresh sign that I just was crazy about hunting that I wanted to go and hunt as opposed to going to our own lease. I should have. Uh, deer hunting at our lease, as you know, if you listen to some of the other podcasts, was kind of terrible compared to years past. Great time, a lot of fun, uh, but it wasn't great. So, yeah. Uh, Here's the resolutions for this year. Other ones that we did or didn't meet, I can't recall. I think those were the two big ones that we didn't, we didn't do. We didn't qualify for the All-American. We didn't kill it around public land. So here's the ones this year. Start with hunting, since that's the one that's just wrapped up. Kill a turkey. Turkey hunted quite a bit last year. Don't know what I'm doing with it. Starting to figure it out. Um, but this year, we will kill a turkey with 99%. Kill Turkey's on the list. And high end of the turkey thing, I want to film Lucas Pruitt killing a turkey on his wedding day. My buddy who was just in our my wedding, my and Dana's wedding 11 days ago, got married 11 days ago. Um, huge turkey hunter. He's getting married on the opening day of turkey season, which not a great choice if you ask me. But he didn't. But I said, Lucas, you're getting married on the opening day of turkey season. Why did, why did you do that? He said, dude, we're going to have time. We can go. We can hunt that morning. So I would love to film him kill a turkey on his wedding day. I think it'd be awesome. So that's a that's a hope. And then kill a buck. Killed some does this year. Could have killed more does this year. Could've killed some small bucks this year. Next year, kill a buck that's bigger than Barry, who's hanging on the wall right behind me. I flipped, if I'm sure you've noticed, Barry's not behind me anymore. The buck. Lighting one great. Turn this desk around through my freshman year college jersey. In my shadow box christmas gift shout out to kim leo and terry leo thanks for the gift and i've got my little first deer hoof rack hat rack hoof hat rack over here this so is going to be kind of my little little creative corner if you will so anyways kill a buck kill a turkey film lucas killing a turkey on his wedding day fishing here's the big one this is number one goal of the year it's january 2021 in january 2022 I will. The plan is to be fishing full time in the year 2022, Uh, and to be able to do that easily, I'll need to find some partners. So I've got some plans, and I've got a lot of plans in place. And I'm not going to go into detail with all of them because you probably don't care, and that's not the point. Uh, But the number one goal for this year is to find people and businesses that I can partner with that will help make my transition to fishing full-time in 2022 more doable so anybody out there that would take the time to I uh, and, and excuse me I, I wasn't planning on saying this but anybody that's willing to 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 pray for that that i would be put in front of the right people um to put myself in front of the right people to to say the right things to uh, just present myself in a way that would make that possible i would would so appreciate that because that that is the big goal um, for me for 2021 especially on the fishing, uh, but that, that's kind of number one overall that we're going to be putting a lot of time and effort into, uh, me and some, some of the people and, and that are helping make that happen, hopefully. All right, um, number two is to win a BFL. Number three is to qualify for the All-American. Um, still a goal, fishing the volunteers this year, fishing the Morristowns this year, and I'll say this, either win a Morristown or win a BFL. If you're like, just, just win both and make it even easier. Uh, those are going to be two big goals. And then social media. I'll jump back to the social media thing for one more, one last minute. I've got my little board here, my little idea board, and down here in the corner, I've listed what are going to be the social media goals for the new year. All right, pretty simple. And I'll run through just a couple. Uh, get to a thousand subscribers and post a hundred videos on YouTube this year. I've got some hour watch time and view goals too, but those are the big ones. Get my get the two Instagram pages the two thousand followers. Just by posting regularly, okay? 2,000 for Fence to Forest, 5,000 for my personal page. We're at, we were at 2460 at the beginning of the year. We're already to 25 something, 2550, 2560. Uh, and then put out 40 episodes of the podcast. Should be super, super easy. Uh, that shouldn't be a problem. Have 2,500 plays and an estimated audience size breaking 100. Those are the goals. And if we can be consistent, with our content and our posting, I have no doubt we can make it happen. So, those are our resolutions. I hope you've got resolutions or goals. One or the other, mostly's goal is to run as many laps around the chair during podcast number one as we can. Uh, so, I'm excited. She's going to make it one more time. But, anyways, have a phenomenal 2021. I hope it's already started off well. And, yeah, that's it. I do this every time where I get to the end of the video, and I think of a way to wrap it up, and I just say, yeah. So, that's how we're going to end it. God bless you. Be on the lookout for more content. Everybody that subscribes and watches and listens, I thank you. And, yeah. We'll see you next time. We'll see you on the channel.